0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Michigan, they're coming off a tough loss and they're playing a team that's had a tough season to this point. A team that many expected to be better than 2-6 and and that record's still not a reflection of the battle that could ensue. The Indiana Hoosiers, led by head coach Tom Allen, they played Michigan tough in recent years. Could that be the same this weekend? We're going to see Michigan needs a win. They basically need to win out to get to where they want to be this season. And I'm here with managing editor of Saturday Tradition, Dustin Schuette. And we're going to talk some Michigan versus Indiana. How are we today, Dustin?
0: I'm doing great, Trevor. How are you?
1: Doing good. Doing good. The fan base slowly getting back to positivity after a bad loss in East Lansing, a narrow loss, 37-33. But... Like I said, Indiana versus Michigan this weekend. Can you tell us what's went wrong for the Hoosiers this year? We'll get to some more positive things in a minute, but 2-6 and six on the year, definitely not where people expected them to be.
0: No, not at all. You look at the preseason hype, and a lot of people, myself included, thought that with the talent this team had coming back, On the defensive side, and the success they had a year ago creating turnovers, and then you look that they were bringing back Michael Penix at the quarterback position. They were able to get a transfer and Stephen Carr from USC. I mean, the pieces were there. Everybody thought this team was going to be the top competitor, probably to Ohio State in the Big Ten East this season, and that just hasn't been the case. The offense has been woefully bad in uh, a name that a lot of Michigan people are going to remember. Nick Sheridan is running the show. Um, we'll see how much longer that lasts because the offense has just been so bad. But, you know, I think throughout most of this season, you look at the 2-6 and six record and you think everything's kind of gone bad. But for the most part, the defense has actually played – Fairly well, not as, as well as they were playing last season, but I think the last couple of games they've honestly just gotten tired of being on the field so often. I mean, in Indiana's uh, first four Big Ten games, they scored a total of two touchdowns in those four games, and obviously they're playing some good teams in Ohio State, Penn State, uh, Michigan State, and Iowa. And then finally they were able to get some things going last week against Maryland and get four touchdowns with third-string quarterback Donovan McCauley. So they've, just, they've had to battle injuries. They've had to battle offensive line issues. Again, their defense is not creating the same number of turnovers it was a season ago. So, you know, it's just been kind of snowballing out of control. And, you know, Indiana's going to find some sort of formula because even though they're 2-6, and six, this is a team looking down the barrel of a 2-10 and 10 record if they don't figure some stuff out on both sides of the ball.
1: And part of the new formula moving forward is Donovan McCauley, somebody who Tom Allen named the starting quarterback for the Michigan game. Allen said some positive things about McCauley. He said that he has to grow up really, really fast, but he likes his poise and natural confidence. Uh, Allen says he has a higher level of belief in McCauley with each practice that goes by. He's seeing more velocity on his throws because there's more confidence, more understanding of what's going on. Can you give us a scouting report?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, and, and people might jump out of their seat when I try to make this comparison, and, I, and I'm, it's not um, apples to apples, this is apples to oranges, but if you go back to that week one game, Ohio State, Minnesota, and you saw how C.J. Stroud played in the first half and how he played in the second half, I think you can make a similar comparison for Donovan McCauley last week with Maryland, uh, or Indiana traveling to Maryland, and that's not to say that Donovan McCauley's on the same level as C.J. Stroud, that's absolutely not the case, but... Once he got settled in, playing in a a road environment, uh, making his first start, yes, he played quite a bit against Ohio State, but that's a really talented defense, a really explosive defense. So once he was able to settle in against a mediocre Maryland defense, I thought he looked pretty good. And to me, the one thing he kind of gives this team that they have lacked with Michael Penix and Jack Tuttle is he's not a statue out of the pocket he can move around he can pick up some yards with his legs the other two guys just couldn't do that so there is a little bit of mobility there and I I think that this is a kid he was a highly recruited four-star quarterback coming out of in in Indianapolis native this is going to be a tough test for him obviously going into the big house in front of 110,000 very lively very hungry fans after that loss to Michigan State But I do think that Donovan McCauley is is settling into this new role. He's getting more reps at practice. That will obviously help. It's going to be interesting to me to see what kind of scheme Nick Sheridan comes out with um, in this game to try to get his quarterback comfortable and try to take the crowd out of this game early, at least so that way he can get a little bit more comfortable in that starting quarterback position, but 14 of 25, 242 uh, yards against Maryland, two touchdowns, and most importantly, no turnovers. Um, obviously, Indiana didn't win, win the game, but I think you take some positives away from his performance in College Park last Saturday.
1: Let's go back and backtrack a few weeks to IU's 20 to 15 loss against Michigan State. Obviously, Michigan just played Michigan State, another narrow loss. What went into that game for IU? How did they keep it close? And also factor in, I watched that game, I know you watched that game, Jack Tuttle. uh, Less than desirable to say the least. He did not do the IU team any favors, threw a pick six, made some other costly mistakes. What did the Hoosiers do to keep it close in that one?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they were able to take away for a majority of the day, they were able to take away um, Kenneth Walker. I think, I don't have the number right in front of me, but I think he had 84, 85 yards in that game. So they did a really good job kind of honing in on on him and trying to make Peyton Thorne in the passing attack beat him. And, you know, the defense came away with some turnovers in that game as well. They were able to get some pressure on Peyton Thorne. They were able to intercept two passes. Uh, And that really changed the game. I mean, they still weren't doing anything offensively. The difference in that game was a pick six. And that was, you know, it's almost like a microcosm of how this season has gone. You know, you look at how badly they played in that season opener against Iowa and the the trouble they had against Cincinnati and turnovers uh, and some of their other games. So uh, to me, it it was just the fact that they were able to hone in on Kenneth Walker, try to force Michigan state to beat them through the air. And in that day, the Spartans just didn't have the same sort of explosiveness and electricity on the offensive side. And sometimes that happens throughout the course of a 12 game plan. I mean, Uh, to me I was I I thought Michigan State played poorly more than Indiana played well now obviously the Hoosiers get some credit Stephen Carr was able to run the ball a little bit better than he had most of the season in that game the offensive line was getting a little bit more push which was kind of surprising considering uh, Michigan State's defense and how well they get pressure on the quarterback and how how effectively they've been able to stop the run game at times this season Um, but to me again that came down to poor offensive performance but that, this is what I'm saying when I say that this Indiana defense has played well throughout the course of the year I mean even even some of these lopsided games you look at that Iowa game they've been able to they were able to keep Tyler Goodson in check they've they've played relatively well they sh- they kind of shut down the Penn State rushing attack which I know is not great but um, they've got some talented guys up there they've got some talented guys on the offensive line so uh Indiana's defense just showed up that game. It's going to be interesting to me this Saturday to see how they're able to handle a two-headed monster in Blake Quorum and Hassan Haskins because even though Kenneth Walker is a Heisman Trophy candidate, I think this is one of the best one-two punches out of the backfield in the Big Ten.
1: Now we're going to transition into that matchup right now, the Michigan offense versus the defense of the Hoosiers. Allen said this week that Michigan's offense is going back to the basics. He doesn't see it as a spread scheme per se anymore, more tight end sets, a little bit more west coast, I suppose you could say, of an offense, the offenses of Jim Harbaugh's yesteryear. looks like that's back to a certain extent. How do you think these two squads match up, respectively, in that area? Yeah,
0: I mean, I think that the key – for me to for michigan in this game is are you going to be able to run the football because i think it's easier to contain one back than it is two and i mean the the thing that has been so successful for michigan this season is that when you look at blake corman asan haskins i mean at times they've been able to ride the hot hand uh, and those guys can make plays not only out of the backfield but they can catch passes and do some other things that i think is going to provide some trouble. So. I think when you look at the fact how how often Indiana's defense has had to be on the field this season, I think that it really benefits Michigan because I, I just I really believe that indiana's defense is starting to wear down i think you saw that i know maryland's offense has been explosive at times this season but i did see that this this defense was just worn down last week they've been battling some injuries now they should get some guys back with with reese taylor and taiwan mullen two of their better defensive backs they still got Jalen williams michael mcfadden at the linebacker position i think that indiana is going to maybe not necessarily cause some problems but i don't think michigan's going to be able to run right over them from start to finish but a lot of times is Throughout the course of this season, Michigan has kind of been able to steal the will of teams, right? They've been able to use that big offensive line to push on people. They've been able to pick up key first downs in big situations, bleed the clock, all the things you need to do to win Big Ten football games. And even though they weren't able to hang on last week, this is not an offense that poses many problems to that Michigan defensive front or or that Michigan secondary. So I do think that Michigan's in an advantageous situation when you have two quality running backs, and Cade McNamara, who threw for nearly 400 yards last week, was phenomenal in that game. And then you've got a guy like Andrew Anthony, Cornelius Johnson, some of those guys making plays at the wide receiver position. I mean, I personally, I just see too many weapons that Michigan has, too much dynamic as to where Indiana's defense is going to be able to keep that in check throughout the course of a 60-minute game.
1: Now, what do you think of... Tom Allen's demeanor for his press conference on Monday, heading into this week, same old Tom Allen. What's the message there to his team?
0: Well, the, the, I think the good thing about Tom Allen is he never loses faith in his team. I mean, they could be O and a they could they could be on a twenty game losing streak, and he's always going to believe that his team can win. And in the past, he said that you know to to some degree, if. if if kids don't believe that they can win this game, then I don't want them on the bus. I don't want to take them on the on the trip. I don't want them to be in uniform. And so I think that he still has that same mentality, and I still think, you know, being a defensive-minded guy, I think he believes that this defense can keep them in the game. And like I said, I do believe that they can do that to a degree, at least through maybe the first half, maybe like what we saw against in the Michigan-Northwestern game. Uh, so I think that the message is, you just at this point kind of continue to play hard i mean i think that even though technically indiana is not eliminated from bowl eligibility at two and six they're basically eliminated from bowl eligibility at two and six when you look at who they still have left on the schedule they got michigan they've got uh rutgers minnesota and purdue so i just think it's about playing hard playing like you have nothing to lose and that's a message that Allen has sent not just this season to his team but in his previous years too i mean you you this is a team that gets very little respect, um, is never hardly on the national spotlight. It had an opportunity to prove a point this season. It hasn't come through. So now their backs are against the wall. And, and I guess on some level, that might make them a little bit more dangerous now that the target is off their back. There's no pressure to win these games. And maybe you go into the big house and maybe you maybe you uh, you know you play in a four-quarter game. And as we've seen this season, if you're able to stick around into the fourth quarter, this college football season's been wild. Maybe you can pull off the the unthinkable.
1: You say there's no pressure, but there's a little pressure in the sense of they're 2-6. They can't lose a game. Uh, they they still want to make a bowl game, of course. Obviously, a hell of an uphill climb to do so, but you know that's going to be part of the message that Allen's already telling his team. Their backups backs up against the wall, and I totally agree with what you said about Allen and just trying to get his guys ready to play. Going back a few years ago when Indiana lost at Michigan, it was a close game. It didn't go Indiana's way in the end, but Allen, I'm going to read some quotes here, he said, I got a whole bunch of nasty text messages and emails because of how physical our team played. They didn't think that we were playing very nice. We went to Michigan last year and things didn't finish the way that we wanted to, but I promise you this, they knew they played the Indiana Hoosiers and they didn't like it I've got news for those fellows up there that's how we're going to play physical mean and nasty and that ain't going to change so honestly I love that quote that's kinda of the way it's gotta be especially when you're an overachieving program who doesn't get necessarily the recruits that Michigan or Ohio State does on a yearly basis so basically what are your predictions for this game in that sense how close do you think it's gonna be how nasty do you think it can get
0: I mean I think Tom Allen's teams in in Indiana has played with an edge since he kind of took over and we've seen that in some of these in some of these big games I mean there's some I don't want to call it bad blood but there's been some back and forth in games against Michigan Nebraska Penn State you know there's some other teams Michigan State Purdue obviously a big rivalry there Um, so I I do think that there will be some nastiness some edge and like I said we might disagree on this point I, I really don't think Indiana has much to lose when you look at where they came into this season what their expectations were they wanted to be in Indianapolis they wanted to be competing for a Big Ten title and that was basically out the window Uh, this is a chance to get a signature win this is a chance to prove that they're not just going to roll over uh, and die And, and one of the things that I think that is interesting about this game Trevor is The one thing I've been critical about Michigan on this season and it's not been a lot because I think they're a very good football team obviously deserving of that number seven ranking in the college football playoff um and obviously higher if they're able to figure out a way to to beat uh Penn State and Ohio State down the stretch but the one thing I've Of is this team at times has struggled to close out games. We saw it against Rutgers; they had a chance, you know, to to end that game early, and they allowed Rutgers to kind of hang around. We saw it against Nebraska, and then obviously it finally bit them last week against Michigan State. So I'm more curious to see if Michigan comes out, and I think they'll play with a killer instinct, but can they sustain it for the full 60 minutes? We're going to see them uh, let off the gas a little bit, as we've seen in previous in previous weeks. Considering the result we saw last week, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think this will be probably, I think this is going to be closer than what most people think. I I think Michigan's going to win this game by 10 or 13, so not maybe the kind of lopsided score you expect to see, but at the same time, I don't think it's ever going to be a game where you think Michigan's really in jeopardy, if if that makes sense.
1: I agree, and you're right. There's been a lot of games this year for Michigan where it hasn't been a complete effort, hasn't been a full four quarters of domination against Northwestern it was the first half in which they struggled uh, with Washington the first half in which they struggled but then you have to close out games have to close out games when you have 13 30 to 13 leads or so on and so forth Michigan State uh, Nebraska and as you said Rutgers were Cade McNamara I think threw for 7 yards so a- against top tier opponent or the ones who want to bite your kneecaps off and are just barely hanging on you have to start fast and finish strong. So I couldn't agree more on that point, Dustin. And I am highly appreciative of you coming on today. Would you like to tell folks where they can find you and all your work?
0: Yeah. So uh, we cover all 14 Big Ten teams all all uh, all season long all college football, and we'll dip into even college basketball here a little bit in the next. I guess it starts next week. So it's at uh, you know SaturdayTradition com is where you can get up all that stuff my uh, personal twitter handle is at shooty cfb at s-c-h-u-t-t-e cfb and then if you want to follow our tradition site it's at tradition on twitter so uh thank you trevor i really appreciate you asking me to come on it was a blast
1: okay dustin now take care and you can catch indiana at michigan on at 7:30 eastern time on saturday night